How would you define success? What are your goals before the year ends? Are you reaching for that success or are you not? Are there any fears that are holding you back? Are you aware that there are fears that could be holding you back? Clutch onto your fears and join us tonight on Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America, powered by Building Rome. Clutch by Real Girlfriends Across America. Hey, wait a minute. I don't know how to okay. describe myself. Huh? We got to give these ladies a makeover. Funny Sometimes you feel like you're always sitting on the show. I'm like, oh, wow, that's really good to know. A lot of women experience some of them. Clutch has like a lot of different kinds of interests. biggest fears holding you back from success. Today on the line, I have Corinne, Sawanda, K, and K. Ironically, I think both Ks are out in California. So I don't know how I'm going to differentiate between the two of you, but we'll figure it out. So ladies, how are you doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. And they're actually in two different yep. states, Alexis. Just to find out the um, West Coast. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, call me Kelly. Call uh, me Kelly. Kelly K. We also have a Kelly. <laughs> so, oh, okay. uh, no, Kelly. Kelly? Kelly? Kelly. Like California. California. Oh, okay. All right, that will work. Um, <laughs> so today's topic was one I researched because of our theme this month, and I found an article that is entitled 10 Biggest Fears Holding You Back from Success. But first, I want to ask each of you ladies, what would you consider success for yourself? So let's go to Callie first. Callie, what do you consider success for yourself? Um, Success for me is being emotionally um, and emotionally and spiritually wealthy and financially and kind of living my dream as far as my passion goes and being in a field that I can thrive in because I'm passionate about it. Okay. So and if for me, I may ask, if I may ask, what is your dream or what is the field that you hope to work in that you are passionate about? I'm very passionate about self-love, self-care, um, spirituality, uplifting young girls and young women like myself who have come from rough backgrounds and are still thriving and um, moving forward towards their goals regardless of their circumstances. Oh, that's a wonderful dream, and that's actually something that is wonderful to do. Wow. What about you, Kay? What do you consider success for yourself? Um, when I don't have to worry about um, my income or paying my bills, that'll be success. 
What about you, Tawanda? Success for yourself? To me, success is about achieving the goals that you set for yourself and living life on my own terms. Corinne, what would you consider success for yourself? Um, I agree with Tawanda. Just um, achieving goals that you set uh, that you set out for yourself, um, whatever it is that you try to do, that you succeed it, that will be success. This is Kelly. I'm, I'm, Go ahead, Kelly. I just I just wanted to add in another thing is once I can put like all of my bills on auto pay, you know, like that's success. <laughs> like I'm just I just want all my bills on auto pay. Like you know, I don't got a trip. They could take it out the bank. I'm gonna feel like I'm successful then. <laughs> they could just take their money and I ain't gonna trip off of it. Okay. Well, for me, success means a myriad of things. Like all you ladies, I would like to be financially um, stable where I wouldn't have to worry about money, where I too can put bills on auto pay and not have to worry if there's going to be enough money in the bank before they take it out. But I also think um, in terms of success as in life, where I just want things to be smooth transition, if that makes sense in a way. Because we live in a very crazy time now, and there are a lot of people in my life that don't need to be here, and they cause more drama and more pain than is necessary. So for me to be successful, one of my goals this year is just to reevaluate the people who are in my life and I hate to put it this way, cut off the dead weight. So, ladies, as I mentioned, I found the article. So the first fear that they mentioned that could be holding you back from success is the fear of inadequacy. Sorry. I know what the word is, but I sometimes cannot pronounce it. So the fear of inadequacy is basically... You don't feel like you are enough or you don't feel like you're the right person to fulfill that role or you don't know the pathway of how to reach your goal. For example, if somebody were to set a goal of, let's just say, by the end of the year, they hope to put X amount of dollars into their savings account. Well, sometimes life throws you curveballs where you sometimes can't meet that goal or you just have yourself in a situation where you see something that you want to spend money on and you spend it on money on that instead of putting it towards your goal. So sometimes we do feel inadequate when the deadline we set for ourselves is here and we did not meet our goals. So my question to you ladies is, have you ever had a fear of being inadequate when it comes towards reaching your goal of success? Tawanda? My gosh, yes. Um, And for several different reasons. Inadequate feeling like I might can't do it, I really don't know how to do it, 
I may not have the, the resources to do it and so on and so on and so forth. And what actually helped me and and I know you didn't ask that part, but what I wanna put out what actually helped me is really associations. I'm always talking about positive associations. I'm always I'm a self starter too. I'm gonna find out, you know, what is it I need to do. I may even find people that's actually done what I'm striving to do. But yeah, absolutely. Um I have definitely felt inadequate. However, I've never let that stop me though. That's just that's just not gonna happen. What about you, Kay? Have you ever felt inadequate when it comes to achieving a goal to help you onto your path of success? Oh, yeah, many times. Um, Sometimes life just happens, and so you sort of have to, you know, instead of taking the path you plan to take, you have to sort of blaze a new trail that you had no intention of taking. So definitely. (laughs) Yep. And what about you, Callie? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I I felt inadequate a lot of times, you know, like you don't see a lot of the potential that other people see in you. Um, and sometimes even if you have the voice, the fear of people not understanding you or you yourself feeling as though no one is gonna understand you or no one will listen to you. But um you know, like you have a vision, but it, it's hard to get there because your mental blockages with all of your fears keep you stuck in that bubble that other people have kind of placed you in. So, like, I'm at the place of I'm in this place in my life to where I'm stepping out of that. Well, for me, I do have a fear of being inadequate because there are some situations in my life where I have to be perfect. I just have this mindset of I need to be perfect. I have to do it. I don't have a choice. It needs to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, it makes me very unhappy. And then it gives me the feeling that I'm not enough. A prime example of this is when I was in nursing school, we were not allowed to get anything below an 80 as a final grade because our school does not round the final grade. So any if you got a 79.9, it's still considered failing. So if you were smart, you would not let your grade topple anywhere below 85% before your final. That way, if you don't do well on your final, your grade will topple, but it will still be above an 80 when it's all said and done. I remember my first exam in one of my first nursing core classes. This is where I discovered that what they said is true. Every question on that test required you to use your critical thinking skills because every answer on that test is right. They ask you the question or they give you the scenario and every single answer is right. However, there is only one answer that is more right than all the other right answers. And for me, I did not do well on that test. I didn't flunk that test, but I did not achieve the grade that I was hoping to achieve. And when I got my test back, I was severely feeling inadequate because I'm like, oh, my God, I scored so low on this test. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pass this class now. 
because there's so much percentage riding on these tests, and no matter how much I study, am I going to be able to pass my course? Fortunately for me, I did pass that course, but there was definitely a fear of being inadequate when it applied to that situation. The next fear the author of this article wrote about is the fear of uncertainty. Uncertainty can definitely hold us back from success because we don't know the unknown. A lot of people, when they set goals, you don't know how to get there or you don't know what's out there. A perfect example of this is if you're going to start a business, right? Of course, you want to start a business. Your dream is to get your name out there, to be successful, to rake in that dough. But if there's so much unknown, like how much capital would you need? Would you be able to finance it on your own? Would you have to get a loan? Would you be able to get enough customers in to break even? How long would it take you to break even? Could you afford to stay in business if you don't break even by a certain date? That's definitely fear of uncertainty and the unknown. So ladies, when it applies to your own success, does the fear of the unknown kind of put a roadblock up for you on your way to success? Okay. Um, that kind of fits into what I said where sometimes life happens and you have to blaze a new trail. Like um, that's happened to me several times, like fear of the unknown or, or something that you know is probably going to be worse than something else that you really don't want to do. But you do it because that unknown factor could be like a trillion times worse. So, yeah. What about you, Callie? Callie? Hello? Callie? I don't know. Yeah, um, could you repeat for me? Um, the question was, has the fear of uncertainty or the unknown ever put up a roadblock on your personal road to success? Yes. Yes, it has. Because, um, my mouth is my greatest asset. Um, I'm, I'm very good at speaking and articulating myself. However, I don't really like to be seen. Um, so the fear of me being in front of people, people listening to me, taking my advice is scary. So, um, the, the, the thing, a, I would say like a, um, positive figure or a public speaker and me being afraid to be in a public setting has stopped me a lot from achieving goals. What about you, Tawanda? Have you ever encountered the fear of uncertainty or the unknown to prevent you from your goals or your road to personal success? Absolutely, absolutely. One one thing, you know, with me is really been about experience over time. I remember when I started one of my first businesses 16 years ago, and I'm still involved in it today, um, in network marketing, 
you know, it was fear of the unknown. I wasn't really sure. I didn't really have the confidence because I had a job. You know, I went to college, I had a job, and I had a part-time job. So even though I was living check to check, I thought, hey, this is the life. So I really didn't know that there was really something more and something better other than what I see on TV. So when I started meeting people with different levels of success, people taking vacations when they wanted to and doing so many other things, and they said, hey, you know what, you can too. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, no, I don't think I will be able to. And the first thing I had to do was give myself permission, give myself permission to dream, give myself permission to believe that I could have more, to become more, and to actually do more. And then I had to take action. And, you know, sometimes people spend their whole life talking about it. There's a saying that I use, you can either be knowledge on ice or ignorance on fire. And I'm always going to be on fire just to move forward and do it. But I wasn't always like that. It took me time to be able to build the confidence, have the associations to push me and to encourage me and to show me. And then I've been able to move forward. And the last thing I want to say is, like, when I think about the very first companies that I joined in network marketing 16 years ago, I'll always be a part of the company no matter how active I am because it helped me to learn business. It helped me to become job-free and so many other things. And there are so many people that quit along the way. A lot of people quit. People just, they would not go to distance. And guess what? A lot of them came back and said, hey, can I get back in? And that's the thing about life. Sometimes we fall down, sometimes we quit. But it's not too late. Most times, brush your knees off, get up, and get back on. So, yeah, absolutely. I've been there, done that, and I like to inspire and encourage others how they can be able to move forward and not let fear keep them from achieving what they want to as well. We actually have a new caller that just called in, area code 940. Please identify yourself. Area code 940. Maybe they just called in to listen. (laughs) Okay. Um, The next fear is the fear of failure. Everyone knows this fear because whenever we try something new or whenever we want to achieve a goal, we always have this feeling or this thought, what if I fail? However, sometimes the thought or the fear of failure can be turned around in a positive way to push you forward, to encourage you to move forward and achieve your goal. So ladies, has there ever been a time in your life where you wanted to try something new or you wanted to achieve a goal, but there was a thought of failure and or the fear of failure, but instead of letting it consume you, instead you turned it around to power you forward to achieve that goal? Callie? Yeah, so... um... I, um, yeah, so the fear of failure in in many aspects of life when it comes to relationships, business, jobs, um, the, the fear is, is very, very real. I was actually watching this, um, show on, 
YouTube and the guy was like, you know, like I meditate on success and I study failure because, you know, like even though I want to be successful, failure helps me realize why it didn't work. You feel me? Like which ways it didn't work. You feel me? What did I do wrong? So it gives you like an opportunity to study for when you're ready to put your foot back out there. So yeah, like I'm I'm definitely scared, but you know, like nothing ever really stops me. I keep prevailing, even though it's not out, like I'm doing the work behind the scenes. So um I'm getting there. I'm getting to the point to where I'm no longer scared. And I rather do it while I'm scared because there's an adrenaline rushing that you really don't have when you feel like you know everything. So yeah, that's my take on failure and how I um, look at failure and fear. Okay, what about you, Kay? Instead of allowing the fear of failure to consume you and prevent you from achieving your goal on your path to success, has there ever been a time where you were able to turn it around to power you forward to help you achieve your goal? Um, yeah, uh, that happens pretty much every single time I have my, my, um, my, I would say my survival threatened, um, like housing, whenever it comes to housing, I go into that mode, like the fear of failure, but it's not even like, oh, I, I'm afraid I'm going to fail. It's like, I can't allow this to happen type of fear. <laughs> and that's what powers me to keep going. What about you, Tawanda? I really I do the what Kay said because you know even if we have the fear of failure, hey, it's impossible to stop a woman who won't quit, <laughs> and that's just not going to happen. So to me, also what Callie was saying about that adrenaline rush, like man, we don't know everything. Everything's not going to be successful the first time, but we got to try, 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 try again. You know, the only the the true failure is when we quit. The true failure is when we give up. That's what the true failure is. I remember there was the most scariest moment where when I was a home health aide, I arrived to a patient's house to find that patient almost listless, where the family member told me that they tested the sugar and was severely low, so just to leave the patient alone. So I remember walking into that room, and I found the patient almost halfway out dead in bed, and the patient was quickly turning blue. So it's a scary situation when you walk into a situation like that, because clearly you have not really been trained. Yes, they make you take CPR classes and such like that, but it's quite different to hear about a scenario than it is to actually see a scenario. Now, I remember my first thought was, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, right? Like, it was like complete panic and complete fear that, oh, my God, my patient looks blue. So, like, fortunately for me, I was able to snap out of it right away where I was able to lower that bed and pull my patient completely off the floor. 
where I was able to check to see that she was breathing so she didn't need CPR. I had her completely on the floor where I grabbed my cell phone and called 911 to ask for an ambulance to hurry up. And then the next thing I did was what our company protocol was, was to call the nurse on duty to let her know. So she knew all about it, and she told me what I needed to do, but it was still a complete moment of fear of failure that my skills weren't going to come in play, that I was going to completely freak out, and the fear of failure where if I miss a step or I forget how to check for blocked airway or I forget how to properly do CPR, my patient's going to die because I have no idea how quickly an ambulance will be able to get there. So the next fear is the fear of rejection. Whenever it is we encounter anything in life, whether it's personal, whether it's work-related, goal-related, success-related, we always have a fear of rejection. It's actually human nature because we always have this fear that when we reach out to somebody, that person is going to reject us. They don't want anything to do with us. And sometimes in order to achieve our goals on our personal path of success, we need others to support us or we need others to show us the way and sometimes we're very afraid that if we have to make a cold approach or we have to reach out to someone there is a chance they're going to be like no thank you so my question to you ladies is have you ever had fear of rejection and at that point in your life where you needed that person or you needed something to be able to be successful where you rejected or where uh, did you receive the help that you needed? Tawanda? Tawanda? Okay, moving on. What about you, Callie? Um, yeah, sure. But, you know, I feel like sometimes rejection is God's protection. And, you know, it's just not for you. You know, like, you're going to hear many, many no's before you hear yes. And sometimes it's to protect you from things that are out of your control, or it just might not be for you. So it's um, never really bothered me um, about rejection. Because I feel like I've been rejected so much in life that it is it's a part of the norm, you know, like, and you just roll with the punches. Tawanda, are you back? I am back. And, man, I like, I'm going to borrow that, Callie. Rejection is God's protection. Really short story. The first thing about rejection is when someone says no, <laughs> And it's about growth, okay? I've been in network marketing for a long time, so I've learned to take a lot of no's, and I love no's. Like, okay, are you going to say no? Are you going to say no? Are you going to say no? Because guess what? Someone is eventually going to say yes, and I'm anticipating it. And the other thing I wanted to say about rejection is one of my favorite people that I follow is Les Brown. I've been following and studying him for about 16 years, and he has all types of amazing stories, and one of them is, called hungry are you hungry and if you're really hungry it don't matter what nobody say because you got to get what you got to get so you won't be hungry anymore and he actually tells um 
this story. He says, and Les Brown's an African American um, speaker. He's amazing. And uh, the funny thing about it, he says that he was he got hired to do insurance or something, and he was with this guy. Um, he, he's black. The guy was white. And it's not about race, though. It's, it's, so explains. Just follow me really quickly. So him and the guy was going knocking on doors trying to sell insurance products. I'm not sure, whatever. But after they went to the first door, that people said, no, we don't want it. And the guy said, oh, no, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do this. And, you know, he said, I quit. And um, he asked Les, are you going to quit too? And Les said, he looked at him, and he said, you're privileged. I'm not. I'm broke. I'm black. I don't have nothing. No, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to knock on every door that I can. I don't care how many people say no. Because eventually, I'm going to get to a yes because I'm hungry. And the thing I learned when I heard that, and I already knew it, but when I heard that, I'm like, you know what? When you're hungry and when you want something, nothing else matters. Fear doesn't matter. Resistance doesn't matter. Negativity doesn't matter. What matters is getting to that yes. So hopefully, I've answered your question, and you can definitely feel where I'm going with that. Nobody can't steal your dream. Nobody should be able to steal your joy. After 100 no's, you eventually still will get to a yes. You just can't quit. What about you, Kay? Have you ever had a fear of rejection? And were you able to handle being rejected? Um, I I had a fear of that a lot, especially when I was younger, when I was a teenager, because um, I really didn't. Um, I didn't, like, I was homeschooled, right? And then after I was homeschooled when I was 14, I went straight to um, college. So I was really not much around kids my age as much as other kids were. Like, I I went to um, the Boys and Girls Club. I went to dance classes. Like, I was active. I was around kids, but I wasn't in, like, a classroom setting. And so, you know, I would go around other people, and sometimes I would have a fear of rejection. Well, not sometimes. I would have a fear of rejection because, um, I didn't have like maybe the same mannerisms that they did because they were in school, you know, with each other all day long, you know, in high school, there's kids, how kids are with each other. And I never had that experience. So yeah, I experienced rejection a lot. Um, and then after a while I didn't care anymore. Cause I mean, you can only get beat so much before you don't feel it. <laughs> so like after a while, I just didn't care anymore. I didn't care what they thought. For me, the fear of rejection, honestly, I don't really know if I ever really feared feared the fear of rejection. I always knew that there was a chance that I wasn't going to get what I wanted. Like, case in point, I remember when I was in high school and clearly joining choir, like, you have to audition to get into honors choir, and I was there anyway. But district choir, you had to audition, and it wasn't your teacher who got to decide. You actually had to go audition in a different place with a whole bunch of other students, and it's up to the judges behind the screen to determine if your voice passes whatever score that they had. I tried out all four years. I only made it two years. And funny story, my senior year, the year that I actually feared of being rejected, I cried immediately after my audition only because I feared that I missed two high notes 
and something about my sight reading. Yep, I actually cried. And with that, we're going to take a short break to discuss more fears that could prevent you from success. Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. We are saddened to hear that Margaret Nolan, Goldfinger model and actor, has died at the age of 76. Nolan appeared in the Beatles film A Heart's Day's Night in July of 1964 and played Dink, Bond's masseuse, in Goldfinger the same year. Director Edgar Wright announced the news of Nolan's death on Twitter. In a touching tribute, he wrote, It's my sad duty to report that actress and artist, the magnificent Margaret Nolan, has passed away. She was the middle of a diagram of everything cool in the 60s. Having appeared with the Beatles, been beyond iconic and Bond, and been part of the Carry On cast too. Our deepest condolences to her fans and family. Become a patron of Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America. By supporting creators you love on Patreon, you're becoming an active participant in their creative process. As a member, you receive exclusive content, community access, behind-the-scenes updates, and the pride of viewing work that matters to you. Joining is easy. Visit patreon.com backslash realgirlfriendsacrossamerica. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash realgirlfriendsacrossamerica. Every donation helps. Clutch by RGAA is powered by Building Rome. Building Rome, Inc. is a professional company that provides an array of services to freelancers, creatives, virtual hustlers, and business owners. For more information on hiring Building Rome, log on to the website at buildingromeinc.com. Once again, the website is buildingromeinc.com. And we are back. So before we left the break, we talked about the fear of rejection. So the fifth fear is the fear of missing out. And missing out has been popularized online as FOMO. Sometimes when we want success so badly, we do miss out on life and sometimes personal events. For me, when I was in nursing school for that first couple of months, oh my God, I did not attend a family member's wedding. I did not attend 
um, several family dinners. I did not really have time to call my friends to check in on them. I didn't really have a lot of time to do anything because Monday through Friday, I was up at 6 a.m., had to be at school by 8. Sometimes I got out at 1. Sometimes I got out at 5, depending on whichever day it was. And I always had an assignment, always had a test because it was an accelerated nursing program. We had 13 weeks worth of education to learn in five weeks. So there were hours where I would be in the library, hours where I was at home, hours where I was up late all night trying to type a paper or whatnot. And I turned right back around to reflect. And yeah, during those months, I didn't even get to see my grandmother that much because it was just so important for me to be successful in that goal. So the fear of missing out actually was one of those things where I don't know if I would call it fear of missing out, but I did definitely miss out. What about you ladies on your own path to success? Do you have a fear of missing out or have you already missed out so you can accomplish your goals on your path to success? I'll ask you first, Kay. Um, so when you say missing out, can you elaborate a little a little bit more? Um, missing out can be however it applies to you. It could be a personal event. It could be hanging out with your friends. It could be achieving other goals. Like some people, they're very goal-driven or they're so determined to finish one particular goal that they miss out on missing other goals or they miss out on help achieving other goals. So however it defines to you. So in your own path to success, do you have a fear of missing out or have you reflected and realized you did miss out? I mean, everybody misses out on something. There have been things that I missed out on. Um, but I don't, I don't think I have a fear in general of missing out. Um, I think the only thing that I fear missing is, well, let me put it this way. So when I was younger, um, like younger, before my husband passed away, I'll put it like that. Before my husband passed away, I really had a view of life as que sera, sera, like um, life is too short, you know, take each moment and be happy kind of thing. Like I wasn't, if, if I was going to work, then it needed to be in something that I wanted to do. If I was going to, you know, be any, like I needed to want to be there or why even be here? You know what I mean? So, and then my husband passed away and I had to sort of change that mindset because I had two kids. So you can't just have life be que sera, sera when you got two kids to feed. So it, it was, it's more, it's sort of changed into more of a, um, <sighs> I can't afford to miss out on making sure my kids are taken care of kind of fear. <laughs> like that's been, it's more of a survival season now. <laughs> that's kind of what it is. And what about you, Callie? Um, so no, I, I don't really have a fear of missing out on too many things. Um, at least not events with social media, you know, you don't even have to be there to know exactly everything that happened, like word for word. We had chicken, beans, rice, greens, beans, potatoes, you know, all of that. And um, I feel like there will be more more events to come 
you know. So as long as you stay in touch with the people that you love, that's fine. But I also had I want I had a short story about the failure. So there was an article about this girl. She was a nursing student, and she went to this hospital right after nursing school, and she applied for this job at the hospital. And they didn't hire her because she was a new nurse. Now, six weeks later, when COVID hit, they started paying her $100 an hour to do the same work that she would have got paid less. She's 22 years old, making $100 an hour. So, you know, sometimes, like I said, you know, rejection is your protection because, you know, like, y'all overlooked this woman, and then y'all needed her for something. So, yeah, that was just like a small little... You know what? She must be thinking her stars that she was rejected, and then six weeks later, not to be funny, the pandemic happened, and in a way, it was a blessing for her because she's now being paid a lot more to do something that she loves, and in return, helping people. What about you, Tawanda? Do you have a fear of and just, Oh, before I answer that, just to comment on what Callie just said, and everything really is about opportunity and timing. And sometimes when doors close, we we get mad, we get bitter, and then guess what? When another door opens, the timing, everything aligns. So definitely congratulations to her for that. And with me, no, I I don't have a fear. One of the things I learned, like I've always been about like holidays and birthdays and so on and so forth, and I'm still about that. However, a holiday and a birthday is when when we want it, not just when the calendar date says it. Because sometimes I learn, like, when you want something, when you're striving for success and for growth, you have to sacrifice because you can't have everything when you want it all the time. And when you're working with your family, like, hey, I'm working for us. I'm working to make sure that we don't want or need anything, but I might not be here on certain dates. And I've even gotten ridiculed from family and loved ones, like, oh, you're never around. You're never here for this. You're never here for that and blah, blah, blah. And now it's COVID-19. Everybody's like, oh, can I borrow $5? Can I borrow $50? Hey, sometimes you got to sacrifice. You can't have it all until you can have it all. But it's going to be about sacrifice. So, no, ma'am, I'm not worried about missing nothing because Christmas, I need to do it on a day before, a week before, a week after. It's going to be all right because, hey, what, what matters is my why, and my why is the most important people that I care about, which is why I do what I do now. The next fear is the fear of change. We all know Life changes. Nothing ever stays the same or exactly the same because we all came into this world as infants. Now we are all adults. We change. We didn't stay infants. We definitely didn't stay children. We didn't stay teenagers. Although if there was a way for me to keep my youthfulness and such and know what I did, uh, know now then, I want that part. I want that change. But um, I am a person that do not handle change very well. I like to think that I do, but the truth of the matter is I do not. I hate change because I prefer consistency. I like to know what's going on, and change is not something I look forward to. I know some people say change is a blessing. I'm not one of that, or one of those people that shares that. What about you, Tawanda? Do you change. I'm glad to know that about you, Alexis. I'm going to create a whole lot of changes for you in the next 24 hours, and we'll see how you deal with that. Thank you for letting me know. All right. So, to me, oh, life is... 
Life is I'm really about gonna change. stop admitting these things on air. <laughs> <laughs> Procrastination and change. Achilles heels for Alexis. Duly noted. We're gonna post it on the wall and make sure I give you a whole lot of stuff that need to be done in advance. <laughs> and change it every day. Okay, thank you. Well, uh, change change is what it is. Um, one of one of my first books, one of my success coaches gave me a long time ago was called Who Moved My Cheese. If you are a person that does not like change, I eat Alexis. I encourage you to read that book, and it's a short book too, and it's an easy read. And some people say, Ah, Who Moved My Cheese? That's nothing. Well, the book actually is is really amazing because it talks about change. Who moved my cheese? Hey, I don't want change. And that's what a lot of people say. Um, I welcome change. Sometimes I kind of go up and down with it like, ah, man, I may even fight it or resist it for a while. But eventually I embrace it because one thing I learned about life is if we don't accept it, if we don't embrace it, if we don't grab it when it comes, we're going to just be kind of trying to catch up with it. Like I'm one of those people, and I was saying this on another show previously, I was upset when we went from the little cassette tapes to the CDs. Like, ah, because I I was making my own, and it was easy, and I was liking it, and I was upset about CDs. And then as soon as I got okay with CDs, they upgraded to, like, the, I guess, a virtual, air, whatever, internet radio and music. But um, the world continues to change. And guess what? We have to change with it. So we have about four fears left. So I'm going to move on because (laughs) we only have a short amount of time left. So the next fear is the fear of losing control. This is a big one for control freaks like me. I will be the first one to admit I am a control freak, especially when it comes to, how do I put this nicely, writing certainly certain family members to get by a certain point for our event, and everybody likes to tell me I am a control freak and I need to relinquish control. I don't like it when I lose control of situations because I expect a certain outcome and I know how I'm going to get there. So when life throws me curveballs or somebody changes something and it makes me feel like I'm losing control, it's not a pretty picture. Alexis is not a pretty picture when she loses control of a situation. Trust me, just ask my sister. It's not a pretty picture. So now I'm going to ask you, Callie, do you have a fear of losing control? Yes. I am a control freak. <laughs> so um, the the need to control things is is a fear of mine. Um, it, it has also been a setback because, you know, you want everything to be perfect. And what's that saying? Oh, wait until you get all your ducks in a row. Like, but, like, they're talking about baby chicks. And, you know, like, how easy is it really to get all of your baby chicks to, like, really, like, walk in a row? It's kind of like... It might happen, and it might not, but you can't really freak out over it. So, yeah, I'm learning to relinquish control into the universe and not take things so personally and kind of um, move at my own pace within the things that I can control, you know, like, and just start that way and just build upon what I have already done. 
So the next fear is the fear of being judged. A lot of times we have this fear that others are going to judge us, judge us on our speaking skills, judge us on our appearance, judge us on our work ethic, just judge us as a person in general. And when you are trying to be successful, this definitely is a fear that applies to all aspects of life. Because the last thing we want to do is be vulnerable to someone who is in a position where they can judge us. And for me, I often do feel judged by certain members of my family because my family is an Asian-American family. And to my family, success is definitely a different definition than what it is mine. And truth be told, I'm the black sheep of the family. So I'm always judged by my family. They're going to judge me on my career choice. They're going to judge me on the fact that I didn't complete school when I shouldn't. They're going to judge me based on my weight. They're definitely just going to judge me in general. So in all honesty, I'm so used to being judged by my family that when others in my life judge me, I'm just like, you know what, if you want to judge me, go ahead and judge me. But until you walk a mile in my shoes and you're me and you understand where I'm coming from, you can pretty much kiss my butt in certain situations. So what about you, Tawanda? Do you have a fear of being judged? You can answer that question about me, Alexis. Nope. She doesn't have a fear of being judged. Okay, wrong person. Let me go ahead and ask Kay. Kay, do you have a fear of being judged? Um, It's not so much a fear. I just don't care if I'm judged or not. Like, I could care less. <laughs> well, that's confidence for you. And the last few fears are the fear of something bad happening and the fear of getting hurt. For me, I don't really fear something bad happening when it comes to work goals and such like that because, in all honesty, I just have this mindset of I have this goal for work. I know how to get there. If I do my job properly, if I do what? I'm supposed to do, if I get my work done, then nothing bad could happen, right? I'm not going to get fired, et cetera, et cetera. And the fear of getting hurt, usually you can't really get hurt at work because work is work unless you happen to be one of those workers where your job could physically put you in harm, then, yes, you can get hurt that way. But how I view hurt when it comes to this is emotionally because, for me, I do have a fear of something bad happening and the fear of getting hurt when it comes to my personal life. And with that, we do have a new caller. New caller, please identify yourself. Hi, good evening. This is Kelly. Kelly, you're late. I'm late? Yes, you're late. Oh, I'm on a different time zone. I'm so sorry. I'm I just transferred to a different time zone. I am I apologize. 
I no, truly it's apologize. Okay. It's, it, it, it's okay. Um, so, what was that going to say? Oh, yeah. So, there was a situation in my life where I knew something bad was coming when I received a phone call from the hospital discussing um, my grandmother's condition. And I did not know how bad my grandmother was because certain people in the family just decided to keep it from everybody else in the family. So, because my name was put down as emergency contact, they contacted me. And I feared that something bad was definitely going to happen to my grandma because with my some of my education from nursing school, the words that were being used, the me being able to see her chart, I knew something was going to happen. I knew that it wasn't going to turn around. And the fear of getting hurt was definitely the last fear that could hold us back from success because I did get hurt. My grandmother ended up passing, and that was like – mind-blowing for me because it totally rocked my world and it did impede my path to success because for the longest time after my grandmother passed I just was not mentally fit to really do anything because like my biggest piece of my foundation was gone so what about you ladies when it comes to your personal path of success does the fear of something bad happening or the fear of getting hurt impede your yourself to launch yourself towards success. Tawanda? Question. I would have to say, yeah, I've definitely had that happen. Even recently, like with, with my father passing away almost two years ago, that has created a fear like, oh, my gosh. You know, we know that, of course, we're not going to be here forever. But you wonder what's going to happen, who's going to go next. You know, it's so much pain and heartache. And then sometimes when you want to do certain things and move forward, you're thinking you're thinking two or three times, like, oh, should I go here? Should I go this far away? What if something happens while I'm gone? So, yeah, I've definitely um, had that happen more times than I want to count. What about you, Kay? Does the fear of something bad happening or the fear of getting hurt impede your path to success? Um, there's a fear of getting hurt. No, I don't impede my path to success. I hate that. Uh, you know, it's kind of hard to say because I, I, you know, like I said, my my view of success is not worrying about my bills. So I won't know that until I'm on my deathbed and I'm still worried about my bills. (laughs) So there you go. Okay, that's one way of looking at it. What about you, Kelly? When it comes to your success, does the fear of something bad happening or the fear of being hurt impede your path to success? Well, um, I'm not sure if this is going to answer that question or the two questions that were served, but I get so busy with chasing after myself that, there's nothing else that comes in between. There's nothing that can impede or intervene. I'm constantly just focusing and chasing myself. Yeah. Okay. 
So within the last couple of minutes of the show, I just wanted to do a quick recap. So there are 10 fears that, or the 10 biggest fears that can keep you from success. One of the first one is the fear of inadequacy. The second one is the fear of uncertainty. The third one is the fear of rejection. Fourth is the well, the third is the fear of failure. Fourth is the fear of rejection. Fifth is the fear of missing out. Sixth is the fear of change. Seventh is the fear of losing control. Eighth is the fear of being judged. Ninth is the fear of something bad happening. Tenth is the fear of getting hurt. So the truth of the matter is all these fears do play a part in preventing you from being successful. However, there are ways of dealing with each of these fears, as you have heard on this um, show where you can hopefully turn things around. But my advice to our listeners and you ladies is this. We can't control everything, okay? Life is just going to have a way of throwing you curveballs. The only thing that you can do when you are facing a fear or a situation that is going to prevent you from being successful is to take a step back. Take a step back, take a deep breath, and look at the bigger picture. Is there a way around that fear? Is there a way around that situation? Do you have to confront it? If you have to confront it, how are you going to confront it? Because in a way, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. If you fall down, you need to get back up, dust yourself up, and keep on moving. Because my sincere hope for myself you ladies on this call and for our listeners out there is that you do make it. You do make it, accomplish all your goals, get to where you consider yourself successful and live the rest of your life being successful. And with that, I'm going to wish everyone a good night. Good night, ladies. Good night. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America. And visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, clutch on to your best friend and stay tuned.